0: Hi, this is Brooke Chalmers, and you're listening to the Demon Slayer Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Demon Slayer Podcast. I am your host, V-Lord GTZ, and with me today, I have the founder of TanamiFaithful.com, Paul Hello. And we also have a very special guest today, Brooke Chalmers, voice of Sakonji Urokodaki in Demon Slayer. Hello, hello.
0: So how are both of you doing today? Well,
2: I'm doing good. I mean, we have Brooke on the, on the podcast, so there you go.
0: And I'm also doing well because I'm on the podcast. So, I mean, this is a, a win-win for all. For all. Isn't this your first podcast interview? This is my first interview interview, not just Ooh. podcast. We're talking anything. So I, this is exciting.
1: Wow, that's crazy. Now I just feel like more honored that we uh, get to talk to you today.
0: Oh, the honor is mine. I'm, I'm very excited to, to be here.
1: Yeah, so we have like quite a few questions to go through. So uh, Paul, do you want to like start us off with them?
2: Sure. Sure. Um, so, so first question, Brooke is, um, how did you get your start in the, in the industry?
0: Uh, over wise, um, I moved, it's, it's a, it's, it's a long journey as it always is. Uh, I moved down, I used, I grew up in Northern California and I moved down to LA back in 97. So was that 22 years ago now. Uh, and I moved down to, to take a shot at voice acting. Um, and Over, over the years, you know, I've done some here and there, nothing like crazy. And then, um, this year was kind of like the year that I feel like things exploded and like just all of a sudden anime came knocking at my door and I answered greedily and, and, and the rest is history. So yeah, it's like, I've done anime, I've done video games, I've done traditional animation, um, yeah. And, and, and here we are.
2: All right. So, so was voice acting always something you wanted to do? Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, weirdly, no. Um, I mean, as a kid, I, I always was like making voices and doing goofy things, but my entire, my entire like teenage life was built for like, I wanted to go into the military. I wanted to go into the air force. And, uh, um, senior year of high school, I started getting into like, I was in choir. I got into like a musical and I'm like, Oh, this is pretty cool. I like doing this. And then, um, it kind of like I got into some local plays and I completely like 180 It was like, I, am like, nah, I don't want to do the military. I want to do entertainment. So I did like some theater and everything. And, and, uh, but the, all the time, you know, my, I've always felt my voice has been my strong suit. Um, and so I just, you know, I, I started like pursuing that Avenue more heavily and, you know, and then, the, and then I moved down here cause where I grew up, you know, there's, you know, there's no industry for it up there. So yeah, I came down here.
2: And, uh, speaking of characters, what, what's your, what's the, your favorite character that you've, you've voiced so far?
0: <laughs> uh, just an anime or just like overall? Yeah. Overall. Uh, well, I get, it's got to be probably anime. Um, oh, man, I would say right now it's a tie between Sakonji and Dahlia on Carolyn Tuesday. I think mm-hmm. they're they're both complex, interesting characters that I'm 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 really able to sink into a lot when we're recording. Even though, you know, yeah, because Sakonji, like, on the surface feels very sort of neutral. But as you've seen, (laughs) there's a a lot going on internally that kind of bleeds out every once in a while. And it's it's kind of rewarding every time, like, those little elements, you know, like, crack the surface and come out. Okay.
2: Well, V-Lord, I'll turn it over to you now.
1: Yeah, so one question I have is, like, since you uh, have done, like, a lot of uh, American Animated Series, um, such as uh, Dragons, Riders of Berk, and Troll Hunters, prior to more of your recent anime roles, was it difficult to adjust to the recording process for anime?
0: Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, when you're recording something like you know, like Troll Hunters and those kind of things, you know, they're animating to what you do, so you're really there's there's a a lot of freedom to uh, you know, kind of just do what you want. Uh, whereas anime, I, I I always say that anime is five trying to cram five gallons of acting into a three-gallon lip bucket, and uh, it's one of those things that you know you're you're trying to honor the source material at the same time trying to add your own flavor to it, uh, and all the while matching you know matching lip flaps, and uh, it's it's interesting. It's like, it's like a muscle. I think, you know, the, I mean, the more you do it, the easier it gets, you just start kind of developing internal timing and, you know, and, and, you know, I mean, initially I was a little rougher at it and it's just like every session, it's just, you get faster and faster and more comfortable. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely, there was a, there was a transition period where, you know, you're wanting to like, add things that you'd normally do in animation and it's like nope you got to record it again there's no time for that and you're like no <laughs> <laughs> well
1: uh, i guess going into some more specific anime roles with Demon Slayer how are you p- approached for the role of Orokodaki?
0: um so for uh Urokodaki, i i got a um uh i got an audition uh you know from Bang Zoom and uh And they, you know, they, they sent, they basically send you like a tiny clip and, uh, and the lines. And so you just, you know, you, you, you listen to the original Japanese and, and you kind of get the flavor of what's going on from that. And then I sent it in and odd, I mean, honestly, like I sent it in and I'm like, this is a really cool character. He's just got a cool design and, uh, you know, I, I I always like that kind of mentor, uh, mentor role and I sent it in and, you know, it's, I think with anything, you kind of just send stuff in and you try to forget about it. Cause you'll drive yourself crazy, you, you know, staring at the computer monitor every day, hoping you get a response about something. And, um, yeah. And then I got the email back and I got it and it was like, I mean, I, I, I don't want to say I, I, I wept, but I was definitely, <laughs> it was an emotional thing because I just thought he was so cool and just, and I, and you know, I was so honored to, to, to get it. And I wanted to just, you know, do, do him justice and get him out there. And yeah. So, I mean, it was, it was one of those things that it it was, it just, it was so rewarding. I felt so blessed, you know, that, that I got cast.
1: Wow. That's just so awesome. And like, I definitely like kind of uh, going off what you said, like, a lot of people, I think, really like uh, find like Rokodaki just a character that really sticks out like a lot because of his design and the mask they wears. So it's kind of interesting that for you too, like that's kind of what stuck out for you.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, it's like they send me this guy with a Tengu mask in the front. I'm like, yay! Oh, I really want this guy. There's no lip flap to match, <laughs> you know. But you know, uh, then like once you start recording and, and getting into him. And you realize just how deep and uh, uh, he is, and there's, like, this just pain that he hides. And, you know, and to me, I almost think the mask is this... It's a shield that he puts in front of himself, you know, because, you know, I I think that he... To take the mask off is almost like to take responsibility for, you know, his actions, and he's not exactly you know, um proud, I think, of of what he's done necessarily and the results of that.
1: Yeah, I completely agree with that. Like there's so many layers to Orokodaki's character, especially like just from what we learn about him like those first like five episodes or so. Um but going kind of to the whole mask thing and like how Orokodaki doesn't really have lip flaps did that just kind of make the recording process just that more easier or like, did it like allow for a bit more like leeway with, uh, recording lines?
0: Yes, it does. Uh, it, it makes for leeway and, you know, every once in a while, I mean, if you, you know, if you see him from the side, uh, you'll see his jaw move. So you have to match, you know, the, the, the jaw movement, you know, but it does, um, it gives you a little leeway and as far as timing, not a huge amount, but I felt that I can, you know, you can kind of interject a little more, um, nuance, I think in, in, in the lines, uh, to sell them. Um, you know, cause you really can't kind of see what's going on behind there. Um, you know, and, and the script, the script that we got was, you know, was beautifully written. And I mean, the lines just like float off the page uh, yeah, just, uh, so yeah. So, I mean, just thinking back to the sessions, it, it, it warms my heart.
1: So like, was there like a favorite scene that you had from, uh, your recordings as Orokodaki?
0: Yes. It's gotta be when, um, uh, oh, geez, where, where are we at on the, on, on the airings? <laughs> I think this is past. Uh, when, um, uh, Tanjoro comes back, uh, from, uh, uh, from the mountain, from the the, the big uh, Demon Slayer test. And uh, he's just so shocked that he returned because so many of the ones that he sent did not. And it's that scene where he's hugging them under the tree. You know, I mean, it was that was one of those scenes that there, it was very emotional and you could just feel this release from him, you know, that every, you know, that he was probably sitting there thinking he wasn't going to return. And he did. And just, I mean, it was one of those things that after I recorded it, I needed a minute to kind of reset myself. Cause you know, it was, it, it was, um, it was pretty emotional. And it was one of those, it was one of those scenes where you do kind of see the, tr- the, the, the true kind of, soft side of 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 him. Um yeah, I think that's probably my favorite Orokodaki moment.
1: That's actually like my favorite moment in the entire like anime. So <laughs> good
0: coincidence. Oh, bless there. you. Bless you.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I've been a fan of Demon Slayer since like the manga. So whenever I see that scene, like I just start tearing up. There's just so yeah. much emotion in it. And I think like especially in the dub, your performance there was just fantastic. I, I loved it so much.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm glad that that came through. You know, it, it was def- de- definitely uh, yeah, definitely, yeah, a lot of emotion in the room.
1: Yeah, so I guess, like, g- talking about Demon Slayer in general, though, before, like, even the casting process, uh, were you familiar with Demon Slayer at all? And have you been surprised about how popular it's become?
0: Um, yeah, uh, Demon Slayer... Well, uh, let me give you... I'll, I'll preface it. Let me give you some context. So, um, I watched a lot of anime way back in the day so like i mean growing up as a kid i watched you know like i grew up on like robotech and you know and then like uh, i reconnected with like some friends and like like you know in the late 90s early 2000s and we watched like you know like evangelion and cowboy bebop and goofy stuff like azumanga daioh and uh and then um, the group of friends that I was with that we used to watch a lot of anime, we all kind of just, like, sep- like spread out. Like, everyone just sort of went and did their things. And I, f- I really fell out of, of watching anime for years and years. And uh, it wasn't until, I, you know, I kind of started this the, the, the process and getting back into things. And it was like I had heard of Demon Slayer in passing from people at work that were watching it and taught and saying good stuff about it. And so when it came across my, my computer, I, I had a passing knowledge, but it was then after that, I really started digging in and, and, you know, it was on, I think it was on Hulu and I, the subs and I started just watching it to get this flavor of it. And I'm, and I had told myself like, okay, I'm only going to watch like up to this episode that we're recording. Cause I, I don't, I don't want to know the rest of the story. And, uh, and I'd get to the end of the episode, I'm like, oh, I, I got to watch one more, <laughs> you know? And then it's like, no, no I got to stop ah, one more. And then next thing I know, uh, I've eaten 24 episodes. <laughs> so it was like, wow, it, it was, you know, it was such a, such a compelling series and just it looks beautiful and. The, uh, uh, I mean, it was, yeah, it was one of those. And then, and then, and then I guess it kind of helped a little. Cause you know, I had sort of known, um, kind of a Rokodoki uh, Rokidoki's, like arc and where he was going and, uh, what was going to happen. So I guess that kind of like informed me a little in the booth. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it, it was one of those things that, yeah, like a potato chip bag. I mean, once I started, it was like, I couldn't stop till I got to the bottom,
1: Ah, uh, good old Demon Slayer being an addicting process.
0: Yeah, and it was and it was good because it was one of my like, you know, I, I started naturally. I just started watching the shows that I was getting cast in um, because you know I'm like I need I'm like well I need to know what's you know what's going on and what's like you know recent and and new and um, and now I'm like kind of catching up and now I'm starting to try to go back and like. Okay, what are you know what are what what are shows that I've missed you know and what what you know kind of trying to backlog through it which is not easy and going to take me a long long time. Oh dang! Yeah, it's a good problem to have.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so you've been on quite a few like uh, shows on Tanami recently. You were Pulpo in JoJo's uh, Bizarre Adventure Golden Wind and Bomb in a. Uh, one punch man season two. So have you had any like a familiarity with uh tsunami prior to all these like castings?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, you know, be I'm an old man. So I don't watch, a, uh, I don't watch a lot of, uh, uh, I, I work in animation, which is, you know, you'd think that I'd come mm-hmm. home and eat animation all the time. But, um, I, I, you know, most of the, the, most of the stuff that I watch is with my, I have like, uh, uh, four-year-old twins. And so a lot of the stuff I watch is like with them and it's, you know, younger, younger fair. Um, but once I started hitting the Toonami stuff, then I'm like, okay, you know, I gotta, let me, let me start, you know, trying to DVR, you know, some of, um, some of this. And so now my DVR is almost full because <laughs> I have to go back and watch stuff. Um, and, but I remember, man, uh, I remember Toonami, Oh man, when was it? it had, there was like a weird robot that used to like, it, he was like in a ship. Wasn't that like an old, like maybe back in like the early two thousands or. I don't yes, know. It was. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, you know, I remembered that and I, I actually worked at cartoon network back in 2009 to 2011 and, you know, and there was, there would be a bunch of kind of like tsunami stuff floating around um, but it wasn't until really like recently that I started, you know, like trying, you know, hitting, hitting it and getting back into the swing of, of, you know, what it was offering. And it's night and day over like what I remember, like it used to be. I mean, it's just every like a lot of the stuff I'm seeing now, it's very sophisticated and the, the storylines are, are, you know, complex and the characters are cool um it's definitely a a solid block of programming though there's only so far i can go because it's you know it's on into the wee hours of the morning so that's where the dvr is gonna have to save me
2: (laughs) if i if i may chime in here real quick um so you said you worked at cartoon network what did you what did you do at cartoon network
0: um i was a uh, pa on um they had a pilot program called cartoon institute and out of that pilot program is what regular show came out of and what eventually became uncle grandpa. And then, um, uh, after that I worked, there was a show called flapjack. Um, I worked on flapjack for, uh, the back half of season two, all of season three. Uh, and then I worked on another uh, show they did called secret mountain fort awesome, which ended up becoming uncle grandpa. And then, um, Ah, uh, before I even worked at Cartoon Network, a friend of mine and I we wrote two episodes of Chowder. Wow,
1: dang, that's a lot of uh, Cartoon Network stuff.
0: Yeah, it's a yes. lot of, lot of Cartoon Network stuff. Yeah, and then I left. Ah, uh, I left Cartoon Network to go work on the the How to Train Your Dragon series, which there was two seasons of that on Cartoon Network, and then the dr- whole DreamWorks Netflix run. I was the on that the whole way through. So yeah, it's been a bouncing around. It's funny. I went to college for live action television production and ended up in animation. (laughs) So, so lesson, so uh, lesson to all you that are listening, just go where the wind blows you.
2: So picking up off of Toonami, how does it feel to have your show on Toonami? Well, you've been on multiple shows actually, but how does it feel to
0: have it on there? It was crazy. There was one night, I think I was on three (laughs) I was, you know, it was like from going from never not being on there to all of a sudden like all over it was cool and um, surreal, I think. Um, it, it's, you know, parts of it still don't feel real. I think, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm so blessed and happy to for every one of these roles and um, so thankful that that I have them. <clears throat> and the fact that, they're out there you know they're out there and people are watching it and people are enjoying it and you know and the res- uh, the response on like twitter and everything has just been like so welcoming and warm and uh, you know i mean i never could have thought you know i mean the the fandoms have just been so very cool and um uh, you know, and and uh, yeah, like there was the, the one night it was like yeah it was it was uh uh you know it was like yeah it was Demon Slayer then it was a One Punch Man and then it was uh and the, and then JoJo's and uh, I remember I think it was that night I have uh, they were all airing and I wanted to be home but we went to we ended up going to like Disneyland that day and but I was at Disneyland and I knew like when they were airing on the East Coast. <laughs> So, uh, I, I kept like, I, I'd go on Twitter like, Oh, this, this, I hope everyone's liking it, you know? And, and, uh, I'm still like in that new, everything's really new and fresh phase where, uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's cool to see the responses and you know, that something that you've, that you've done and worked on and have been passionate about is out there and people are enjoying it. That's just, it's just a very cool, cool feeling. And,
2: um, are there any shows that you've recorded? Um, well, I would say anime-wise at this point um, that you would want to see on the block. Uh, I mean,
0: most of the stuff I've been recording, I think, is on there already, mm,
2: except for Carolyn
1: Tuesday, I
0: guess. Well, yeah, Carolyn Tuesday is on Netflix, um, but I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if you you guys have seen it. I'm not sure, uh, like flavor-wise, if it would it has that sort of. Fit. you know Tsunami it, it feels very actiony you know the, the the block and uh what was another one i just want uh i was watching oh was it uh it's i don't know it's not traditional anybody but sace manos
1: oh yeah i love that show
0: dude i mean that that feels like it would it would slug into a, a toonami slot pretty pretty cool um but yeah it's i mean I, I don't have any complaints of what I've seen on there that, I mean, that's for sure. Uh, their, their programming block is pretty, pretty tight and not like nineties tight, like cool, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm showing my age again. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: kids are and, watching the cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, before we let you go and, uh, why don't, is there anything that you can, any projects that you have coming up that you can talk about or like uh, that you want to plug?
0: Um, I mean, obviously if they're not out, we can't cause we sign like, you know, phone books of NDAs. Uh, there's, um, uh, the new Lupin the third, uh, uh, goodbye partner special just came out on Amazon. Uh, I'm, I play, uh, the head of Interpol in that. Hmm. Um, so go check that out. Um, uh, you know, um, uh, and, you know, definitely, uh, more, uh, more good bomb stuff on one punch man's coming. Uh, I can't wait for that. Uh, some, some crazy scenes that, that we recorded to to hit. And I think too, and don't quote me on it as I'm being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to say, you know, cause it's funny when you, when you go in, like for like demons there when you go in to record you you know you'll record like your main guy but then they always have you record you know like oh hey we're going to have you do you know this generic guy or we'll have you you know they have always have you do like t- you know a f- uh, little filler characters mm-hmm. and i want to say when when uh the uh Muzon when he's when he when Tanjiro runs into him on the street um there's the, uh, there's a guy that, uh, what is he? He like, he scratches him or he bites him and he turns into something funky.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. That guy.
0: Yeah. I think I did. <laughs> I think I was him. <laughs> so, so it's funny. Cause like, I'll be watching and I'll hear like or something. I'm like, Oh my God, I did those grunts.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think he uh, mainly talks in like the next episode. So I guess we have like that to look forward to.
0: Yeah. A little, a uh, little scratch guy. But yeah, no, uh, uh, I, I mean, like I said, it's just, it's shocking to me how, how fast everything happened. You know, like this year it was one of those things that I was like, well, you know, I'm gonna, you know, I'm, 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 I'm giving the dubbing a shot and let's, you know, see what happens. And it was, you know, bam, 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 bam. And, uh, and like sweet, uh, sweet polpo on Jojo's that got me my first action figure. Uh, one of my bucket lists was like, I just want a figure of something I voiced. And uh, I found on eBay, they had a, a polpo stand, uh, Black Sabbath, which he's called Shaving Shadow Sabbath here. But they had it on eBay. So there was the actual like a seven inch tall figure. And I was like, yes, bucket list. Check, check, check. You can always rely on JoJo for having like figures for literally anything, no matter how minor. I know. Well, they had a little pulpo figure. He was tiny, like like smaller than a pop. And uh, but it was only on like a um, uh, like a action figure exchange website or some weird thing. So I'm like, I guess I won't get him. But uh, but yeah, he was a that was a crazy character to do. That was a lot of fun.
1: So yeah, I guess that about does it for uh, this interview. Um, thank you so much for being on, Brooke.
0: Oh, thank you.
1: Yeah, so I guess uh, we should probably just plug our stuff and get out of here. So, uh, Paul, where can people find you?
2: Uh, you can find me on Twitter, as usual, at Paul Pascrillo.
1: And, Brooke, where can people find you?
0: Oh, all over the place. Uh, I'm on uh, Twitter, at Brooke VO. Uh, I have a website, uh, BrookeChalmersVO.com. There's a theme here. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, those are probably the two main places to find me. And, uh, yeah, feel free to ask me questions. I, I'm, I, I'm very fan friendly. So, um, you know, don't, uh, you know, don't be afraid to drop, drop me a message and, and, you know, ask a question or, or just say hello.
1: Well, awesome. Yeah. Definitely hit Brooke up on like really anything. He's like a really awesome person. So obviously give him some oh.
0: love. Oh, geez.
2: Yeah. You see, he's, he's <laughs> trying to suck up to you now, Brooke. You see that?
0: damn it it's all Classic. part of my master plan yeah, well, <laughs> well done
1: <laughs> but yeah as, as for myself you can find me on twitter at uh, vlordgtz where i'm usually up to either doing reviews reading manga or not sleeping or all three at the same time um and as far as the podcast goes you can find that on twitter at D Slayer Podcast and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Demon Slayer Podcast and on the Tommy Faithful website at Tommy Faithful.com slash Demon Slayer Podcast. And you can follow any of those to get updates on when the podcast comes out and various news about the podcast. As for the podcast itself, it's on a wide variety of podcasting platforms anchor spotify apple podcasts you name it we're there so subscribe to us on whatever and make sure to check out all our episodes so yeah we will see you guys later
0: bye